0: You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome
1: back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Football Friday. We have five more NFL games to go through this segment. First, Aaron has to take us off the board.
0: It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
2: So earlier this week, Raiders kicker Daniel Carlson lost to himself in fantasy football. He had some fun with it and said, Hey, you know, I lost to myself when he was at the podium. Uh, (laughs) Could you guys imagine what that would feel like? I bet, you know, players get all kinds of comments every week about, Hey, man, thank you, and all of that. But to be a player and lose to yourself, that's hilarious.
0: I wonder if it crosses mind at all. That like I wonder a, if it's yeah. going to come down to these final few points. He's obviously not looking at his phone during the game. I I don't know if it's his only league, the where he's thinking about the matchup, or if he's really into fantasy football. But I wonder if it did cross his mind. I mean, it would never come into play. It's fantasy football. Who cares? Right. But but I I wonder if uh, if he was considering that.
1: Yeah, I would think the guys that play on Monday night, it has to come into their mind, right? Like, like Sunday, they're busy, right? They're getting ready for the game. They're not looking at yeah. their phones on so Sunday. As everything's changing, but Monday, what do we all do Monday? We wake up, we look at our phones. How are we doing fantasy? How What do we need on Monday night football? What What does the other p- person have? Right? Lay out the so, scenarios. Yeah, right. You play it out. So if you know, I like, I'm the kicker and I'm on the other team. It's fantasy football. Like you gotta know that I'm I'm probably costing myself the game. That has gotta be the most bizarre thing. It probably happens more often than we think. These guys like to play. I mean, they like football like we like football.
0: Let's not pretend they're not betting too. Of course they are. <laughs> There's that. Player props. no way. Bang. I'd imagine a lot of players bet on themselves for the player props every week. Sure. They
1: believe in themselves.
2: No, I can't no, wait, like down the road, to hear like guys come forward with the stories that they have about betting. You know, maybe not with uh, the
1: Evander
0: Kane stuff going around. Jeez,
2: that's true. Yeah,
0: well, that story. All
2: right, forget fantasy really football. We know Joe O that you want Carlson and the Raiders to just flat out lose, or at least not cover the four against the Dolphins on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it's. Yeah, I wonder if this is going to make the contest five, and we we tweet that out on Saturday afternoons. I don't know that it's in the top two, but it's certainly under consideration. So the number we got is four. Right now, it's three and a half. Is it midweek? It was four and a half. The movement on this game is interesting because there's been questions about both quarterbacks. Now, Carr, we know he's good to go. Believe in the Raiders, 100%. We know two is out. Percet is in. But the number keeps going towards the Dolphins, which is fascinating because... The thought was that the public would be supporting vegas no matter what and i believe that is the case yeah i saw a lot a lot of books and you know it's according to them but it was around 80 percent of the bets coming in on the raiders the 2-0 team straight up the 2-0 team against the spread going against a squad with a backup quarterback out there i'm kind of taking last week with the dolphins and throwing it to the side i know the dolphins have a very good defense i'm looking forward to some of these matchups with byron jones and Xavier howard Howard in that uh in that secondary. I don't know that Carr is quite this good, but I'm getting more than a field goal with a team coming off, you know, their worst possible game in Miami. And Brissett's just fine. He's just he can stabilize the quarterback position. We didn't know week to week what we're getting from Tua. People have been tweeting me, are like, why isn't this moot lot in movement? There's no Tua, there's no Tua. I'm like, because there's not much of a difference between Tua and Brissett. So I'm looking at the Dolphins, especially if you're getting yeah. four.
1: I'm with you on the side of this game. And this, I think this this line this week, the lack of movement to tell everyone everything you need to know about Tua. He's not the guy. Like, he doesn't impact the game that much. If Brissett and him are almost the same. Uh, by the way, a story on Pro Football Talk today, uh, Florio has it that uh, the owner of the Dolphins wants to trade for Deshaun Watson right now. And his front office is telling Whoa. him, wait, wait, wait. And, you know, basically they, they want to get better value. They don't want to give up as much as the Texans want. But that, that, I think this is all pushing it. Like the Dolphins have a quarterback problem. They know it, whether it's Berset or it's Tua. It. Mm. Dolphins, 6-1 uh, against the this, this spread. Their last seven games is underdogs. And here's why I like I like uh, Miami here. Carr's going to play, but Carr banged up his ankle last week. Miami blitzes a lot. If they could get Carr off his spot, I think that's the way to slow down the Raiders' offense here. So I'm with you. I'll take Miami. This just feels like I a got game. I the
2: Raiders. I disagree with you guys. You're on Gruden. Gruden. All right. Yeah. You're on John Gruden. Jared Carr. He's the fourth highest graded quarterback by PFF and fourth among quarterbacks in EPA per play, both passing and rushing. And Mm -hmm. the Raiders have also shown ability to take advantage of poor offensive lines, which the Dolphins don't have a great offensive line. Um, Max Crosby leads the league in total individual pressures through two weeks. And the Raiders have the fifth highest pressure rate in the league um, as a result of that. So I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders are the real deal
1: all right well they're always they're a always the real deal in september let's see if they could uh do it the whole year but they were i mean gruden's good in september he has been since he got there all right, let's go to the seahawks at the vikings here this one is fun i mean this one 55 and a half was the total last time i saw it on fanduel seahawks here mm-hmm. by one and a half points here is you know sometimes we, we use cliches on on these games and how it might end up i think this game will, will simply come down to this which quarterback turns the ball over so right now heading into week number four Week three, excuse me. Only four quarterbacks in the NFL have 500-plus total yards and zero turnovers so far this season. Two of them are in this game. It's Russell Wilson, it's Kirk Cousins. The other two, Teddy Bridgewater and Jalen Hurts. That's it. Those are the only four quarterbacks that have had that many yards. Obviously, Hurts is a lot of rushing, but that many yards of offense without a turnover. Two of them in this game. I don't know how either defense slows down the other quarterback without turnovers. Like That's where the game will change. I think this is high-scoring, as the number kind of pretends it will be. Yeah. I like Minnesota getting points at home. This is fun. This is fun. I don't have a strong opinion. My lean would be to Minnesota.
0: However, boy, Dalvin Cook did not practice again on Thursday. So yep. let's see what the final injury report says. Uh, Bar was limited. Derrissaw was limited. Uh Rashad Breeland, he's been one of the worst cornerbacks in the NFL, according to PFF, through a couple of weeks. There are reasons to be concerned, even though it's been a very strong start for Kirk Cousins. What I i, I do want to bring up, I mean, in that game against Arizona, it wasn't on the offense, wasn't on Kirk Cousins. They were putting up the points. Their defense just couldn't stop anybody. They had 7.1 yards per play against the arizona cardinals and they end up losing because of the kicker so yeah i expect to track me and and i like that i haven't heard everybody say over like a week ago everyone's like cowboys charges over right. cowboys Chargers over and around the same number in the mid 50s here um this is going to be a fun one but i don't think people are going to be talking about it as much because it's going to be on the same time as bucks rams
1: yeah it's going to be that that other game on the red zone on uh, sunday at four o'clock yeah
2: As much as I trash Kirk Cousins, I really could see Minnesota uh, winning this game. Sure. Uh, I I just think they can run the ball. Um, And the Seahawks defense just hasn't looked that great so far this season. So I don't have a strong feeling on this, but I would not be shocked if the Vikings win.
0: Here's Paul. uh, (laughs) We'll get into that later. Be
1: careful. With DK Metcalf props. He's gone up against Patrick Peterson four times. His best game is like three catches and 46 yards. So be careful any with those DK recent? Metcalf props. Yeah. These are two last year and then two the year before that.
0: Just like yeah. when, when he was in Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was just wondering how long ago because he's certainly dropped off. Uh, Peterson.
1: Yeah, but this was last year. Yeah. Okay. Great. The Seahawks to the public side. 85% of bets on FanDuel coming in on Seattle this That's week. High. So high. Pe- Man. It's high. I mean, for a game that looks like a toss up game and Aaron yeah. mentioned the Seattle defense I I gave them a lot of credit after week one that may have just been because the Colts stink and Carson Wentz stinks like that because they look good in week one but they got <laughs> torched in the second half of that game last week against the Titans. Let's jump to that game Colts at the Titans. Joe, oh, I, I know this is one that you mentioned the last couple days you might put in the contest here. So we don't yeah. know what the status yeah. of Carson Wentz is. We don't know from what it seems like it's leaning. It's not it's not looking good. He didn't practice yesterday. Uh, Brett Hundley out there, Jacob Eason out there. What are they doing? He, he, I don't know. What is um, that? He, here, here's a remarkable statistic if, if Wentz plays. Keep an eye on this. Okay, this is unbelievable. I saw this this week. Carson Wentz last week was sacked at least well, He was sacked three times, right? He's been sacked at least three times in 12 consecutive games. Okay, that is the third longest streak since the AFL-NFL merger. This guy holds the ball too long, can't protect himself. That's why he's hurt. The only silver lining for the Colts in this game, Reich has kind of had Rabel's number. He's four and two against him since, it, and they both got their jobs the same year. Was that three years ago? Right? They played yeah six times for three years. So it's yeah. it's been this has been a Colts rivalry for the most part. You know, four and two the last three years. But boy, Colts look like they're in a bad spot.
0: It does. And then Darius Leonard's not practicing on Thursday. Right. It's like okay you know he's a linebacker you don't want to overreact but using the combination of eason he looked like he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the nfl when he was out there last week and now hunley i saw him when he had to step in for the packers oh my goodness Terrible. he's horrendous horrendous <laughs> so if they're gonna go with eason and hunley i just might take the titans because even though I don't feel all that comfortable with it. I mean, when you're laying a heavy number with a terrible defense, that scares me a little bit. That's, you know, and that's, you know, Dupree wasn't practicing earlier this right. week. Same thing with Farley. Uh, but the thing is, the way this indie defense has looked and if the Titans can be as explosive as they were a week ago, I'd have no concerns about them covering the number.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is if you're going to get it, do you want to get it now? Do you think – where does the number move to quickly if if we find out I Wentz? saw
0: five out? and a half. I, yeah, good question. It fe- Doesn't it feel like they're playing in between right now? Yeah. Maybe it'll it'll move a little bit. I'm, I'm not saying it gets to seven. Maybe it will because it... people will be betting on the Titans, but not because yeah. of the Wentz.
1: Yeah, right. Even though the drop-off is there, I don't think it's, it's that significant because Wentz is good right now. All right, Cardinals at the Jaguars. Aaron what's your feeling on this game Kyler Murray uh, off to a great start Trevor Lawrence not off to a great start so far with Urban Meyer.
2: I love the Cardinals minus seven and a half Kyler Murray 689 receiving yards this year and seven touchdowns the Cardinals offense is explosive the Jags have shown me nothing um, that would give me any kind of confidence in backing them as a home dog which we were talking about on the show. It's usually a good spot to be in. I don't like it. I'm taking the Cardinals minus seven and a half.
0: Yeah. Can't argue. Yeah, Tease it. Use it in Survivor. I'm not sure that it's going to make the cut and that I'm going to lay seven and a half, but I can't really make a case for Jacksonville outside of a team that's just been embarrassed uh, to start the season. There's your Trevor Lawrence numbers. 31st in QBR. 31st in EPA. 38th. And pro football focus grade among all quarterbacks it's been really really bad and deandre hopkins should eat uh they went away from him after the first quarter last sunday so he's gonna have a prime matchup you would expect him to have a big game uh total dvoa cardinals are our top five teams so far and the jaguars are bottom two and they should be so it's hard to uh come up with some sort of an angle for Jacksonville outside of, you know, the travel spot for Arizona and right. a couple of high, high flying games. If they're going to keep it up, are their heads going to be in this game or they're going to be looking ahead next week.
1: Other than Tannehill against maybe a backup. I don't think there's a, a bigger quarterback mismatch right now than and, the, and this Sunday, than this game. Kyler playing like an MVP. And you know, Trevor Lawrence has the worst on target throw percentage of any quarterback first two weeks of a season in 11 years. It is not a pretty years. Start. in 11 years. It has not been a pretty yeah. start for the number one overall pick and his head coach, Urban Meyer. All right. Packers at the 49ers. I think Ooh. you called it a. Can I, um,
0: can I throw another angle here?
1: Yeah, uh, go ahead. If if you're worried about a look ahead,
0: Rams, Niners, Browns are next for Arizona. Mm. They might
1: be bit. looking past this game. Well, you know what? That's why the T's make sense because they yeah. could look ahead. Probably still finish it late and win the game when Kyler makes a play or two. Uh, Arizona can't lose this game if they have designs on making no. the playoffs. You can't lose to the Jaguars like that. That's no. it. All right, Fort Packers 49ers Sunday night. We know how much Aaron Rodgers has struggled against the 49ers. I mean, a couple of years ago, just basically they got smacked around in San Francisco twice during the regular season and then again in the postseason. Um, I am a little worried though with the injuries on in the 49ers defense. The Jalen Hurts and the Eagles could not take advantage of the corner situation. For the 49ers last week you would think aaron Rodgers, if he's protected and Devontae adams will take advantage of that here's what i see in this game i see a lot of points i don't know which side i like niners i lean but i i think we're talking about a very high scoring game sunday night she has a better defense right now because of the injuries yeah Yeah, I think better personnel, Green Bay. But we talked about Joe Barry earlier this week. I mean, mean, Kyle Shanahan against Joe Barry. I mean, come on. I'll take Kyle Shanahan.
0: Right. Uh, Packers are a public dog. They're going to be the public dog. Number has gone down from three and a half to a field goal. Uh, I'm considering taking San Francisco. Everyone I've heard talk about this game is all over Green Bay. Rodgers has a field goal uh, dog. Been bad out there. Been uh, some embarrassing performances out there. Great advantage for Devontae Adams, of course. He's, you know, probably the best in the game right now. Uh, Running back situation, Mitchell did not practice for the Niners so far this week. Sermon was limited, so maybe he's going to be ready to go. I can't wait to watch it. I'm not not sure. I would lean San Francisco, but don't have a strong opinion.
1: I think it's a shootout Sunday night. I can't wait to watch it with Al and Chris. All right, coming up on the other side, our first ever... Average Joe's Parlay. I can't wait for this, and we'll look at the underdogs that could win outright in Week Three. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network.
0: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gillio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.